Shapers on Jazz FM. Listen in color. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. That was Sweet Thing from Van Morrison, a lovely, thoughtful start to the programme. Good morning, this is Jazz FM and this is Jazz Shapers and I'm Elliot Moss. Thank you very much for joining me. Jazz Shapers is the place where you can hear the very best of the people shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul, alongside their equivalents in the world of business, a business shaper. My business shaper today is unusual, they all are, but this one's particularly unusual because he is Mr Simon Boyle and he's the founder of The Brigade, which is a social enterprise restaurant and he's done more than just that he's created a charity around it he brings in homeless people he does all sorts of things uh, which are extraordinary you're going to be hearing a lot from simon and all the fantastic achievements he's already done so far lots coming up from him in addition to hearing from him you'll be hearing from our program partners at mishkondorea some words of advice for your business and on top of all of that of course some great music from the shapers of jazz blues and soul including marvin gay Joni mitchell and this from bill with us was Bill Withers with the beautiful Lean On Me. My business shaper today here on Jazz Shapers is Simon Boyle. He's a chef. He's a social entrepreneur. He's created a social enterprise called Brigade. They're over in Tooley Street. Uh, and he's also created a, a charity called Beyond Food. And bef- without further ado, I want to introduce him. Thank you very much for joining me, Simon. Hi, Elliot. How are you doing? Okay, nice to see you. Now, let, let's. Uh, you have so many stories to tell. Tell me a little bit about yourself before this world that you, you entered into. And I, and I do want to come to it quite quickly. But where, you, you, I believe you've worked for Unilever. You've done interesting things. What, what, what a little bit about you uh, before you became a chef? Well, very lucky in my life because I had a fantastic family. Um, always wanted to be a chef. So from the age of about 10 years old, I cooked uh, quite quite seriously. Uh, read an article about the Savoy Hotel when I was 13. Um, used to watch the food and drink program. I don't know if you remember that years ago. And there was a, a guy called Anton Moserman. Totally captivated uh, me. Um, started to work at the Savoy um, when I was 16. And eventually worked for Anton um, quite a few years later when I was in my 20s. Uh, and then and, and then explain the Unilever piece as well. Well, Unilever, it was funny. I was, I'd finished at Mosman's actually, um, and I was running part of his business and wanted to find the next thing um, prior to me starting my own business. And that's what I really always wanted to do. And Unilever came up and it started off uh, leading their innovation team and uh, looking at product development. No experience in that whatsoever, but that's what they were looking for, some very innovative kind of thinker. Uh, and I created a new way of thinking in Unilever, which was a, called Gold Standard Benchmarking, which is about absolutely looking at the best 
benchmarks for all their products with and not just from the food sense but the the kind of cultural sense of what it's trying to achieve these are the days where unilever was trying to you know abolish scratch cooking and get everybody using all their products you know and and i was totally against that so managed to completely overturn what they were trying to do which was great um and then a couple of things happened to me. One of them was the tsunami in uh, 2004, and I, I wasn't there, but I was watching it on TV and decided to take some time off and and, and go and do something hands-on. And Unilever were happy for me to do that. Um, and when I came back, I kind of didn't want to work for Unilever anymore, But um, and they kind of sort of said, look, we'd, we'll help you find what it is you want, but we want you to do something else for us. And I eventually became their culinary ambassador. So as part room, it was to the board, you know, just kind of big soapbox, just shouting out what I wanted to do and, and what the the way I saw the the world of food and what the way I saw them. So maybe going down the wrong directions and trying to steer that through my personal view. And since then, that has been the way that I've run my life, my business. Um, you know, really with hopefully with integrity, um, passion, and really just fighting for what is right. And now, and now, post that, I believe you set up an event catering business with your um, then wife, yes. uh, called Beyond Boil. There with the business till two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and then enter and give me the quick, the quick beginning of the story around the Beyond Foods Foundation, and then moving into the brigade. Just explain a little bit about what happened then. Yeah, well, I mean, I have to say, even though this is a business show, I wasn't the best businessman in the world because I used to confuse. No, my... it's out there. Simon <laughs> Boyle has admitted it. <laughs> yeah, I used to get confused with my social impact uh, return, if you want, social return versus the financial return. Always, you know, I always wanted to make money, but. These these things used to get confused, and that was very confusing to my customers as well. Because, in one hand, I was this amazing, uh, you know, uh, good chef trying to do the right thing via homeless people, but they were wanting to know if the chef can cook. And you know, we're going to if we turn up to do a dinner for six hundred people, are the sh- are the carrots going to be shaped all in the same way? Um, and it was quite an interesting one. So I decided that I needed to um, get investment and get a kind of more of an intellectual kind of investment. So I went on to Dragon's Den. And I was actually on the show 2008, in September 2008. Uh, and I didn't get any money, before you ask. But I got a lot of love for what I did. And because I was, had a social enterprise idea, at the time they didn't want to touch it with a barge pole. They believed at the time that you should keep your business over here and your charity over your charitable work over there and you do not mix them. We were in there for an hour and 20 minutes debating the, the, the whole thing. What happened afterwards, I got a lot of help from them. So And they got me to understand that at the time, the business wasn't ready for social enterprise, so maybe I should create a charity and then have a business and have some clear communication around what they both do. And that's what I did. Um, and that's how the Beyond Food Foundation started. Um, so it was, you know, we had training support for homeless people over here getting into employment, and then we had the business over there very clear. Um, and actually, they worked really well together. And you're going to hear much more about how those two worlds have intertwined since. Stay with me for more from my business shaper, Simon Ball. In the meantime, though, time for some music. This is Yemen from Omer Klein. It's new. He's Israeli. He's a pianist as well. That was Yemen from Omer Klein, and interesting music it was too. 
Simon Boyle is my business shaper and he is the founder of Beyond Food and the founder of The Brigade. That's a social enterprise. They are a restaurant now and they encourage and indeed put homeless people back into employment and they do all sorts of other things as well. If you were listening earlier, which I hope you were, you would have heard Simon's rather interesting um, and varied history post being a food ambassador, culinary ambassador for... for, um, Unilever, and before that, he was a chef at the Savoy under the famous Anton Mosserman. All sorts of things has led him to a very values-focused approach on life. So I just want to go back again, um, Simon, into the fact that you said, you know, you post Dragon's Den in 2008. They said, focus, make sure it's clear what you're actually standing for, set up the charity. You you did all that, um, and I then believe the actual restaurant opened in 2011. Is that correct? That's right, yeah. Okay, so uh, first day opening your new restaurant, who's working behind the scenes? Uh, well, um, in the early days, it was my wife and I, and um, where it was, we were not struggling as a business, but really trying to understand, well, you know, to run a business, you need you need plenty of people, okay? You need lots of people that know what they're doing, and as a chef, you know, I'm a good cook, um, you end up as a small businessman, you're marketing, your sales, you're you know, doing a payroll, you're doing all these things, and then you're trying to shape a vision, um, and actually it's quite a large business, so that going into that was, you know was quite an ordeal. So what we ended up doing is, or I started to work on the idea of working in partnerships. So trying to find people that wanted to work with me, at first as a chef. Secondly, uh, trying to get behind my social values. Um, and then sort of, uh, you know, trying to sort of lead a new way of working. Um, the fire station, which is where the brigade is, uh, right behind in, it. In Tooley Street Tooley in London. Street. So, yep. so it's on the more London development site. Yeah. Um, so PwC were building their um, largest kind of London uh, office. And at the time I'd heard that they had wanting to do something with this old derelict fire station in front of their building. They didn't want McDonald's in there or, or whoever. Um, and so, you know, um, after Dragon's Den, I'd, I'd entered a competition called the Spark Challenge, which was kind of like a social entrepreneur's Dragon's Den, if you like. Uh, and I'd, I'd won that. And I met someone at PwC and long cut a long story short, the, you know, the two worlds came together. I also got some... Um, some funding from the old Labour government just slight, just before the general election. Um, and, you know, we went into partnership together. And it's an extraordinary thing. So, you know, to think of, right, well, let's work in partnerships and let's go to the, one of the largest accountancy firms in the, in the world. But they have this real depth of integrity around them uh, about what they want to do and the, the way that they want to shape social enterprise. And um, and so it was a perfect partnership. And we also brought in Devere Venues, which is a, a hospitality management company and a venue company. And um, together, the the foundation and PwC and Devere, we now really work uh, cohesively to try to, to to sort of shape kind of the brigade to being a flagship for for social enterprise in the future. And this notion of partnership, I mean, it, you've taken it to to another level. Um, Fantastic stuff. Is it still a few years down the line? Is it working just how you thought it would, or is it is the nature of it that it evolves and it changes, um, and then you have to adapt? Yeah, I mean, partnerships mean you have to work together, and you know that means sometimes you you know you've got to work hard at working together. That's you know it's like a uh, like a marriage relationship, anything. It's you know you've got to work at it. Um, hospitality is hard, you know. PwC would not be going into the hospitality markets. You know, they're not restaurateurs. That's why we brought in Tavir. Um And also I wanted to, to, you know, to slightly stand away and do what I do really well is, yes, cook, but also, you know, be the kind of ambassador for the whole project. So, um, but 
I think we're. I think Brigade is now coming to its own. It's a very busy restaurant. It's making money. That money is then it also um, employs all of our apprentices, uh, and I should discuss how we how we go about finding those. Um, and it's now having a massive effect. And we've now got our first social impact report, so we know that we're having the effect that we wanted to have, um, and we're saving society, if you want to call it, in the in the greater scheme of things, a lot of money, and making people with you know families and friends and. Um, people are all around them and giving them a future, which is something that they don't have. I mean, did you know that um, homelessness is growing? If you think of all the categories of various different things that happen in the world, you know, a lot of them are in decline. But homelessness is is on the increase, um, and they reckon more than uh, almost. I think it's one in ten people nowadays. They they at some point in their life they have experienced homelessness, and a fifth of those are in the last five years. So, you know, this is something we have to do something about. Stay with me for more and find out um, how Simon has indeed been doing something about the issue of homelessness and also generating a very uh, important impact in this social enterprise space. Ladies, travel in a couple of minutes and before that, some words of wisdom from our programme partners at Mishkondorea for your business. I'm Emma Walcott. I'm an associate in the Reputation Protection Team at Mishkondorea, part of the private uh, department. Businesses of all sizes need to be very careful about how they and their employees engage on social media. We advise all businesses to have a robust social media policy so that staff are aware what they can and cannot say on social media, either for business use or in their own time. Staff need to be well aware that what they say on social media, um, even on the weekends and in their own name, can have a very um, severe adverse impact on the business's brand and that may have um, ramifications for their employment. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM, in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss, every Saturday from 9 till 10 here on Jazz FM, a chance to look inside a person that is shaping the world of business and a chance to listen to some great shapers from the world of jazz, blues and soul. If you've missed any of the programmes, iTunes is your destination. Put in the words Jazz and Shapers, you'll find us there, or cityam.com if you are on a computer or near one, and most, most of you, I imagine. My business shaper today is Simon Boyle. He's the founder of Beyond Food. He's the founder of The Brigade. Uh, it's a social enterprise. It's a charity, and it helps put homeless people into work, and it also serves up some rather yummy dishes. Simon, um, give us a flavour, actually, of the menu. I'd like to know. I haven't been, and I'm going to go post-meeting post, post meeting you. What can, I, what can I eat? Well, it's a British bistro, but it is the whole sense of Brigade is about craftsmanship. So we're needing to, it's a training restaurant, obviously. So as you walk in, um, I've designed the kitchen so it's very open plan. You can literally sit around the kitchen and actually talk to the chefs. We do that to try and break down the walls, the barriers for our apprentices and so that they've got the confidence to be able to talk to people. They can get out into the restaurant, they can deliver dishes. Um, but it's a British bistro, so I really take the best of sort of British food, uh, produce, um, always local, always seasonal. So we buy our fruit and vegetables down in Burr- market which is a three four minute walk so that's the kind of the spirit of the whole place um but we make our uh, all of our own breads um all the way through to the soup stock sauces ice cream sorbets at the end of the meal so sold to the man in white <laughs> i'm coming now you said earlier in a, in a kind of self-effacing way um or well, i'm not really a very good businessman elliot uh, obviously at the root of finding great partners is mm. this is that you get the expertise from other people mm. what, what are the big things you've learned from those people who are more involved in the business of delivering food every day 
in the restaurant world? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you've got to keep your costs down and you've got to maximise your revenues. You know, that's, that is it. Um, but you've got to look after people and you've got to have a good product. And there's no point of me as a social entrepreneur hiding back behind the idea that we're helping homeless people if actually we're not serving people well. We're not giving them great food that's got integrity and it's cooked, you know, and it tastes great. And um, so really, and, and allowing people, the the partners to do what they do well. So that if that is, you know, from the side of PwC, trying to help us run that business and make sure it's profitable, um, working with Devere, who really understand, you know, how the hospitality market, you know, we, we need to listen to them. And we work together, to be honest. I mean, we've all got opinions on everything. I mean, I'm a chef, so I know everything, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> and, and I say I'm not very good at business. You know, actually, when you when after running a business, a small business, actually, you know more than you you thought you did. You know, so these days, um, you know, as we have a, an operating company, and we, we we sit there and we all work together on it. Good. That's good stuff, and you've learned some good lessons. Uh, it's time for some more music right now. We're going to be coming back to Simon very shortly, but this is a classic from Marvin Gaye. It's Abraham, Martin, and John. Has anybody here seen my old friend Abraham? Can you tell me where he's gone? Oh, he freed a lot of people. That was Marvin Gaye with Abraham, Martin and John. Nice to hear him on Jazz Shaper. Simon Boyle is my business shaper today. He's the founder of Beyond Food and the founder of The Brigade. And The Brigade, as you were hearing, is a British bistro which makes gorgeous food, open plan. You can talk to the chefs. And he's also working very closely with big partners like Devere and PwC. And you were saying, um, it, it, Simon, just earlier, you obviously knew more than you let on because once you do run a small business and you've done that, there are things that you just kind of pick up. And as you said, the, the big picture being maximising your top line and minimising your bottom line. Um, in terms of all the, the people you've, you've taken out of homelessness and put through, how many have there been since you opened the restaurant? Well, okay, let me take a step back from that and just tell you how we do it. Um, so we have, it's a very small charity, actually, you always need help. Um, um, but we run it like a business. I mean, it is, you know, charities these days do not just get handouts in the way that it used to. Um, but basically, the, we, we are run by our frustration that people remain homeless. And so looking at that and taking that as our kind of our lead, we work the job centre and also probably about 80 homeless hostels in London. We run a program called uh, Fresh Life, which really tries to aim p- for people to um, empower them and then reclaim their lives back. Um, it's a six-week process. So it spans over eight weeks, and we use food as a catalyst to really inspire and motivate them to be able to get to the point where they stand on their own two feet. Um, after after Fresh Life, they've kind of got one of three directions. Either they need further support, and Fresh Life really brings that to the surface, and we can help direct them, signpost them to the right support. Um, they are engaged with what we've done, and they're inspired, but they have, want nothing to do with hospitality. And you know, it's a hard t- it's a hard business to be in. Um, but they they're engaged, and we want to help them, so we then help them find what it is that they would like to do. Um, and then there's a, a slightly smaller group that then want to go into hospitality, and they're driven by the passion of that b- brigade. Is, uh, is giving them and and, and, the, and the foundation. Um, that's a 13-month accredited course. Now, we've worked with nearly 800 homeless people in three and a half, uh, coming up to four years, and 76 of those we've employed full-time at Brigade. Wow. So really but- having some... 
to impact. Amazing impact. Let me just ask you this, though, and I, I interviewed John Bird on, on this programme, the um, mm. founder of The Big Issue, and just having had some experience of dealing with charities in the homeless world, one of the hardest things is that first step of moving away from the street, away from whether it's drug abuse or alcohol mm. abuse, whatever it might be, away from the hostel and actually turning up on the first mm. day. How do you get people from that state that place into that mm. first thing because that I imagine is the hardest step to take. From yes. is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a very good friend in Manco, a guy called Math Potts, brilliant jazz musician, and he has developed his whole professional life into this idea. And I'm going to—you won't mind me telling you this. Um, and he thinks it's about two things. The first one is about purpose. So if you give people a purpose in life, then they've got something to get up for. When and homeless people, they lose that purpose, and there's a million reasons why it might happen. The second thing is about relationships and um, being able to kind of um, maintain your relationships. Or if you've, and most in most cases with homeless people, they've destroyed those relationships. So there's no one to help them when you need it. And the reason why you and I don't become homeless is because we've got people around us. And if the the chips are down, we those people will help us. If you think if a homeless person is is not in that situation, and they're the two things. And I think Beyond Food Foundation. What it really does is it adds that support, and it, we have a, a, a way of um, we'll, we we don't have any constraints, and a lot of charities in this in in you know they will up to twenty five year olds. We will have no constraints if people have got addictions, we will take them in, um, and they, you know they'll develop as they can, and some people may drop out, and we will support them until they can re, re you know rejoin us, but we won't let anyone go, and that I think that's quite unique in this market. It is unique, and indeed those two points, purpose and relationships, are absolutely, they seem to be absolutely spot on. Final chat come out with Simon today, plus we'll play a track from Joni Mitchell. That's after the latest traffic and travel here on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM, in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. That was Joni Mitchell with the dry cleaner from Des Moines. And Des Moines, if you didn't know, is in Iowa. I just found that out. And it's from an album that uh, she produced with Charlie Mingus. You're listening to uh, Simon Boyle. He's my business shaper today. And just for a few more precious minutes, uh, he's the man. You're going to hear about the man behind Beyond Food and behind the brigade. If you were listening earlier, you would have heard the fantastic stories that he has talked about in terms of getting people off the street, getting them into employment um, and doing all these wonderful things to actually give people a proper leg up and a meaningful, substantive one. As you look forward, Simon, to the next few years with the brigade, you've, you, as you said, about 800 people have gone through the, the various schemes, whether it's Fresh Life or the, the Kitchen Apprenticeship and so on. What's going to change? Or is it just going to be more of the same? You're going to be banging that drum? Or are you learning as you go that there are different and better ways to do things to get more and more people off the street and into employment? Yeah. I mean, you would hope that homelessness is declining. But you said it wasn't. But it's not. Um, and, you know, with the government, the Conservatives getting back in... Um, for right or wrong, that, that it's going to be tougher for people. So that is only going to cause homelessness to to, to increase. So beyond food, of, you know, it's a tiny charity, but we've got to evolve. And actually, we've kind of got to a point where we, we you know, brigade is is it's coping with the numbers that we help with. So definitely starting to think about well, what do we do? You know, do we expand brigade? Well, we'd love to do that. You know, business the business has got to be strong and be able to do that. Um, but looking at our training support packages, you know, should we be 
you know, franchising them out, giving to them, you know, trying to expand with other partners. That's that's something we're, we're definitely looking at. Um, and uh, you know, we, I, you know, it's, it's it's growing from strength to strength. So we we will definitely keep keep looking at the options, and we are doing that now. Talk, talking of impacts and different things, and um, it's part of your own your own journey. You've written a book, um, mm. a, a, a recipe book called Recipes for Life, which is, I think, designed for people following cancer treatment. Mm. You lost your own wife in 2013, Annette. Um, how has that shifted your view of everything that you do now going forward? Good question. So I've kind of gone through, uh, you know, running your own small business, which is, you know, you have 100%. You, you can't give anything less than 100%. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, looking at, back at things, I wish maybe I hadn't have given it and, and given a bit more to my private life. And that's just because, you know, when you lose someone, that's just, just you know, you sit there and think what could have been different. Um, but it's made me now look at the future and I absolutely want to grab hold of it with both hands. Um, it took me a couple of years to kind of just um, come through the fog of the whole situation and, and, you know, not really understand where I wanted to go. And particularly as a chef, actually, because as a social entrepreneur, that keeps going. But as a chef, like, you know, I've kind of I get excited about food. I love food and I love um, pleasing people with my food as much as everything else. So coming through that fog, I've now in a relationship with a lovely girlfriend called Tracy. We've all we've both of us got loads of children, so there's just lots of energy around me. And now it's about, you know, you know, just taking life two hands. And I can tell you, you know, it, it can go very quickly. We none of us are that far away from homelessness and certainly none of us are away from whether it's, you know, illness or injury or whatever. So you've got to make the most out of life. And, and I think with that approach, that everyone around me hopefully gets captured by that energy. And, and that's why, you know, hopefully we've got some, some bright future. I'm sure you have. Listen, thank you so much for being so open with me and, and sharing all of that. Um, good luck with everything. Uh, just before I let you go, though, you're not, go- you're not getting off that lightly. What's your song choice and why have you chosen it? Oh, I've chosen a song called Undecided by Ray Charles. And it's one of those songs where it's full of energy. And if, I'm, if, I'm, if my creative juices are, are lacking or I just need a little bit of oomph, then I'll put this on. And, and I'm raring, go, raring to go and the ideas are flowing. Simon Ball, thank you very much. Here it is. It's Undecided from Ray Charles. That was Undecided from Ray Charles, the song choice of my business shaper today, Simon Boyle. Values driven to the core, someone who wants to make an impact in a social and positive way. Not afraid to take on the big issue. Homelessness, one of the biggest issues in the country, is at the core of the mission statement of what they are doing. And personal courage to have come through all the things he's come through and to continue to go and be so positive, it's fantastic. Do join me again, same time, same place, for another edition of Jazz Shapers. That's next Saturday morning at 9 o'clock here on Jazz FM. In the meantime, though, stay with us because coming up next, it's Nigel Williams. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal.